previously on Imptab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei. We found the masked spirits in kind of a low point. Unlucky episode number 13, it turns out. <laughs> so after having made their way through a surprise claim, they eventually did manage to stake some turf in Bossing Se University, which is pretty nice. You know, that's a nice little foothold to have. But afterwards, when they got into downtime, that was when things got a little bit rough. Um, it's rougher for some people than for other people. The person who probably had it the least rough was Seaway. I mean, you got the storefront finished and you did some training. You got yourself even more bulked up and jacked than you were before. Uh, Tonin had a little bit rougher. He went out to the outer wall and observed what was going on there, drew some faces, drew the faces of Y, the leader of the Painted Zealots. Uh, but then you tried to continue working on your singing bowl room and got very sad and realized that your entire life had been an identity crisis. <laughs> the person who had it the worst, though, was definitely Wei Young, who went out to get his fortune told and ended up going to his dad's place for an entire week to uh, be a very big boy and sit <laughs> under his blankie for a while while he avoided whatever terrible future his fortune teller Wei Lai had seen for him. I would just like to throw out that he did also finish the soup kitchen, so it's not like he had <laughs> he just He did a, finish the soup kitchen. He didn't have a straight suck week. It was, he, he got some stuff done. Yeah, you, I'll say that who's on first can be an additional source of income for you guys if you would like it to be. No, it's supposed to be legit. Nonprofit, we should be putting money into it. All right, nonprofit organization, whatever works for you. But <laughs> in Wei Young's place, we now have Day Ex Machina. I think we've canonically decided his last name is <laughs> going to be. Um, Day Coinworth, Wei Young's butler, is now part of the crew for the time being. And we left off with Seaway realizing that he was late for his date with Jenna and sprinting off to the middle ring. So what the heck is going to happen for the Masked Spirits in this upcoming episode? Let's find out here in the world of Blades in the Dao Fei. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to ImpTab Avatar, Blades in the Dao Fei, the Blades in the Dark actual play where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Thomas Ryan as Day Ex Machina. Oh no! Embrace the voice, boys. This is what you're stuck with. You're gonna miss <laughs> Wei Young by the time I'm done. Uh, this is the Sam Regal at the beginning of Campaign 2 introducing <laughs> Not the Braves voice <laughs> moment for us. <laughs> <clears throat> Christian Randall as Tonin Yoru. Evan Peterson as Seaway Lang. Yep, and Seaway, you are sprinting as hard as you can on your way up to the tea shop of Huli, who makes tea. If I pass any flower beds, I'm going to yank some out just whoosh, oh, as yeah. I run by. Just the whole flower bed. <laughs> yeah, you're heading on your way towards uh, the mercantile district, so you're going to pass plenty of flower beds and screech yourself to a halt outside of the tea shop, knowing that Jenna is on the inside. Okay, so I will take a breath, compose myself check my hair remember i'm bald <laughs> and look around for jenna yeah and you see she's seated not too far away from the stage area where uh tetra slash is attempting to start a ska movement in Boston. <laughs> i will make my way over and uh sit down and just say uh i'm sorry i didn't know this music would be so loud. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a little louder than I was expecting. You know, usually it's just kind of some nice, gentle Erhu music. Uh, but, you know, you get what you get. I I'm not sure it... this is really going to catch on. It might take a while. <laughs> I forgot it was open mic Monday. Mm, that'll get you. Um, I hope you uh, haven't been waiting too long. 
I uh, have been working on the pet store all week and lost track of time. Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been doing some work as well, and I kind of lost track of time as well. So no worries, no worries. It's uh, yeah. Um, well, I I um I'm not sure how long you've been waiting, or if you've ordered, or oh, I I brought you um flowers. Oh, these are these are lovely. And she reaches out and grabs them. It's like. Oh, the uh, the white dragon plant. Oh no! What's wrong with the white dragon plant? That's the one that makes a delicious tea or a deadly poison, young master sea or seaway. Yeah, it, it might be the white dragon plant. I'm not actually sure the name of the other one, but the, you know, as long as we don't eat them, they're very beautiful and we'll be okay. <laughs> Good. Um, I just, I, I, I'm not. I don't know much about plants, but they, they reminded me of you. Beautiful and potentially deadly. Oh. <laughs> you, 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 you flatter me. <laughs> um, Jenna, I, I know it's uh, rude to talk business on, on a personal visit like this, but I, I just have one question and then we can move on. Um, do, do you potentially know any more about what happened to Gecko Jr. or where she might be? Oh, yes, that was a terrible situation. I'm sorry that uh, I sent you there right before that horrible situation happened. I was just, you know, spreading the message. Oh, no worries. I I have a story to tell you about a sheer shoe in a moment. Oh, <laughs> exciting. Well, I have been trying to find some information. I'm going to roll for Jenna to see how good her information is. And she says, we don't know for sure, but we're pretty certain that the hit was taken out by Gecko Sr. And there's a good chance that Gecko Sr. has imprisoned them in his own location. We don't know for sure, but regardless, if you go to Gecko Sr.'s hideout, you could probably find some information. It would be it would be dangerous, but that's the best lead we've got right now. That would be very potentially bad, since if they ever find out it was us, they will surely declare war on us. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad situation, but you know, you guys are sneaky, right? I'm sneaky. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've, I've noticed actually. It looks like you've been increasing your prowess. <laughs> I, uh, we, oh, I, I'm not. You know everything, so I assume you know that Day is working with us right now instead of Wei Young. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of worried about Wei Young. If I'm just being completely honest, uh, I hope he's doing all right. I, I am as well. So I'm not sure how sneaky he is, but I know Tonin is not. <laughs> <laughs> don't make that face, Christian. I just checked your sheet. You have no prowl. Look, I don't have to be sneaky when I can just look like somebody who's supposed to be there. That's true. <laughs> That's fair. But Day is quite sneaky. You've got two in prowl. A butler's position is to be seen when wanted and not when not wanted. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, sneakier than me, actually. Um, But I'm sure Tonin and all his perfectly normal face parts could fit in anywhere they need to. <laughs> perfectly normal face parts. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a weird situation. You know, I'm I'm also very worried about Tonin, I will admit. I hope he's doing all right. I hope that everybody in your crew is doing all right. It seems like it's a bit of a rough time for you. I think things have, um, they've been better. And, uh, and, and I kind of, um, tense up and accidentally, like, crack the teacup in my hand. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, um. um don't worry, they'll, they'll bring us another one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I actually, I, I did order already. I ordered some milky oolong for us. It's a, it's a very calming tea. I thought that might be helpful given the current uh, situation of things. That sounds perfect. 
Ned, can I roll a d6? And if I roll a six, the milky oolong tea heals one stress. <laughs> Ooh. That sounds like you're bargaining with the devil. Yeah, what a weird devil's bargain. <laughs> he just said it's calming and I'm stressed out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll kind of devil's bargain like this. If you roll a six, you can heal one stress. If you roll a one, you're mildly allergic to milky oolong and you will take one stress. Uh, but if you roll anything in between, then it's just nice tea. Worth it. Oh, no. I hope you get a one. For your hubris. Ah, it's just nice tea. Oh. That's a four. Oh, well. That's fine. It is nice tea. Mm-hmm. Nice tea and nice company. Yep. Oh, and and I will enjoy a nice date with Jenna. All right. That's, and, like the uh, type, you... that's the type of sentence that, like, they make fun of nerds on TV shows who play D&D, like, <laughs> living out this fake world of realities. Fantasy. I enjoy a nice date with my girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, what those people don't take into account is how awkward it is to roleplay a date with your friend that you met at scout camp. What are you talking about? That's the whole reason we played this game. If you're not willing to kiss a homie, are they really homies? Yeah, there's a reason why I don't think I will ever play Monster Hearts. Oh, but yeah, we don't have to keep role-playing that. The rest of it, Seaway uh, is serious about not discussing business. That's just been weighing on his mind. And now that he's got it out and knows what he needs to know, he's going to be strictly personal, no business talk. Yeah. And as you leave, you notice that uh, Jenna is trying to see if maybe the ska band has any... I don't know. They don't have gramophones at this point yet in the Avatarverse, do they? Uh, if they if this was Republic City, she would definitely be trying to get like a record of the ska music. So she, so she ended up liking it. Yeah, Jenna's into the ska. <laughs> but yeah, you have some information that you can bring back to your friends back at the pet shop. Perfect. So yeah, I will go back to the pet shop and gather everyone up in the back room. Welcome back, young Master Seaway. <laughs> Thank you. I have good news and bad news. The good What's the good news first, young Master Seaway? I know where Gecko Jr. is. Uh, what's the bad news? And Eelhound rushes in and says, Did Jenna break up with you? Is that the bad news? <laughs> no, you seem almost excited about that, but no. <laughs> and we're not really together, so she can't really break up. It was just tea. Anyway, that's beside the point. None of us are going to read any more into this situation. <laughs> I know where Gecko Jr. is and the leader of the Lamplighters who we don't care about as much, let's be honest. <laughs> don't even remember their name. It's Brother Hutaru. It's someone that young Master Wei Young was looking for. Now, now here, here's the situation. Brother Hutaru, that's the Lamplighters, but we're talking about the paper kites. Oh. The paper knives. Paper knives? Yes, paper knives. Gami the Kite is the leader of the paper knives. That's the one who got captured along with Gecko Jr. I'm getting it all mixed up because I only care about Gecko <laughs> exactly. That's the only one that we care about. Regardless, the bad news is that Gecko Jr. is being held at Gecko's very good smuggling operation. And if we do anything to upset them even a little bit more, they will surely declare war on us. Well, it's a good thing that if they declare war on us, we'll have two very solid allies on our side. That's true, but the only way to get out of war would be to do something to get them to not be so mad at us or to completely destroy them. Then let's go ahead and completely destroy them. We've done it twice already. Young Master Tonin, that's so inappropriate. We shouldn't be destroying people, especially with the ghost situation here. I, I didn't say we had to kill them. We just have to dismantle them. <laughs> Idea. Yes, Seaway. We release a bunch of sheer shoes on their headquarters. <laughs> and in the chaos, we rescue our allies. 
Do you think you can train the Shearshoe to not attack us? The Shearshoes love me. I think that depends on how well you do in the engagement role. Oh no. That has the potential to just end the engagement with the engagement role. Yeah, I think if you want to go with this job, like last time we accidentally stumbled into a job, so we should maybe be a little bit more proactive about just making the engagement <laughs> role if we feel like we have the direction we want to go. If I may suggest an alternative course of action, young men, this seems like a simple infiltration job. And I'm going to pull out my uh, blueprint of their headquarters that I always have on me. <laughs> Would that count as a document? A document. I'll say we could have you make a flashback to see if you manage to secure it. All right. I managed to secure it in my flashback. Okay. Well, are we going to do a gather information rolls? Oh, I guess that would probably be the smart way to handle it. Yeah. Before we get into an engagement, let's gather information, but uh, we're not going to go to anywhere too crazy to gather information this time. Yeah. I just want to go ahead and we know we know where it is, right? Yes. Then all I want to do is pull my classic. I will go ahead and case the joint and sketch faces looking for anybody who looks like they might be important as they come in and out. Okay, what would you like to roll to gather information? I'll do consort. I'd like to go ahead and post up at a, you know what? At another pie show shop nearby. I'll just go ahead and play pie show disguised as an old man and watch people come in and out. And you know, if anybody wants to sit down and play pie show with me, I'll talk and get to know more information. So I will consort. Okay, go for it. All right, that is a two and a five. Okay, so you get standard information, good details, and some clarifying follow-up questions. All right, so yeah, um, I'll get some faces drawn down. I will play Pi Show. Hopefully at least one member of the crew, one, hopefully one of them sits down and I can talk their ear off and get to know stuff. But I would like to see... What's the best way in? That's a very good question from, from the list of questions. Yeah, so you discovered that Gecko's smuggling operation in Ember Alley was built on kind of an early failed attempt at starting to mine within the city of Bossing Say. Mm. There were some miners who were like, okay, if we can, you know, shore everything up all right, we, we can just mine directly under the city. Uh, and that turned out to be not a very good idea. So that was the first and last attempt at mining actually within the city itself. But Gecko came in and built his lair, his hideout, on top of that kind of initial quarry. Um, so it isn't much to look at on top of the surface, but it goes down a decent amount. And so there are few ways to actually get in. There's basically like a front entrance, a back entrance, and that's kind of it, unless you're an earthbender, in which case you can maybe try and tunnel in from a different direction. Okay, well, luckily we have an earthbender. Yeah, you finally have an actual person <laughs> who can earthbend just because he can earthbend. Okay, so, and do I get anybody, any good faces? Yeah, you do get a couple of good faces with that. Not like a ton of faces, but a couple of them. One additional detail I'll give you for follow-up is because this was a municipal effort, there would be records somewhere in the upper ring of like essentially mapping out the structure of that failed mining operation. So if you can get your hands on those, that could give you some potential ways to get in if you did want to tunnel through. All right, I will bring this information back to the group. So I feel like day is gonna be probably one of our best ways to get in. I could certainly tunnel in for us, young Master Tonin. Perfect. Does anyone want to try and go get those records from the public? Well, one of us could. We could always, I mean, Jenna, that's her shtick. Maybe we could see if she can help us out with that. 
I will also remind you, you have turf at Bossing Say University. Oh yeah. Does that make it easier to like just go in and get stuff? Yeah. You can essentially go into BSSU whenever you want. You also have your contact, the calligrapher who's up there. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and send a messenger hawk. See if he can send something back to us. Okay. I'm sure Seaway has a few of those around the shop. I can certainly get you some probably. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think actually because of the way that this is set up, like part of the game is building up a good network and a good structure for your organization so that things will be easier for you in the future. I think since you do have this foothold in the university, you've got contacts at the university, I don't know that we necessarily even need to make a roll for that. Maybe just like a fortune roll to see if they can get through the red tape. Okay. I mean, I, I'm all for it. Would that just be 1d6? Yeah, let's use the tier of BSSU, which is, oh shoot, I don't actually have them on the list here. I should definitely add them to the list. We'll put them on an equal tier with the BSS Guard and the BSS Prison, because those are all kind of like municipal institutions that are kind of run by the King's Circle. So yeah, we'll put them at tier four. So yeah, roll a fortune roll with four dice. Oh my gosh. Holy cow. I only ever have three on me, so I'll, I'll roll three and then I'll roll another one. <laughs> yeah, as bad as some things are going for you, it turns out things are going pretty decent for you in some other ways. All right, well, one of those was a six. This, that, did I just take the best one? Yeah, you okay. just, uh, you, you've got some fairly detailed blueprints of this failed mining operation. I'll make sure to pass those off today. Thank you, young Master Tonin. These are just lovely. Take a peek at these, and I'll point to like the various places we could dig in. Any of these tickle your fancy in particular? Whichever one's big enough to get some sheer shoe in. We're still going with the sheer shoe plan then. <laughs> Seaway sounded pretty excited about that. I understand, but I think this could be a very simple, just infiltration job. Look, Seaway's had a bit of a rough go. Well, you know, we like to support him. He, I don't, I, maybe we can let him down easy. That's all right. If he's if he's insistent on the sheer shoes, I could certainly uh, deal with that. I suppose. Here's what I will offer you: the sheer shoes are effective but they are also a bit of a loose cannon. They could be a little hard to control. So if you do bring the sheer shoes with you, we would probably take minus one to the engagement roll, but you do have sheer shoes with you at that point. Look, here's what Evan's saying. We're bravos, and bravos are mercenaries, thugs, and killers. Not sneaky little, get in the back door, get out without anyone seeing us. We smash in the front door. Well, couldn't we count this as a smash and grab if we smash in through the basement? And grab people? And grab people and get out? That could be a smash and grab without sheer shoes. It certainly could. Also, I am terrified of sheer shoes. Here's what I'm thinking. You guys, I'm just thinking the sheer shoes are like a distraction. You guys go, you guys can smash in the basement. I'll be out front with sheer shoes. Oh, you want to solo this? Let me solo her? Are you? I want to solo the distraction while you guys go in and do and get it done. Okay. Ned, how tall is this building out of curiosity? The building is only one story tall on the surface, but underneath the surface, it goes down. Six floors. Yowza. Oh. Are we just accepting also that this is going to put us at war, or are we going to do anything to try and make sure they don't know it's us? War. That is the thing. If you go in and you do a Bravo-style smash and grab, you will be at war with Gecko's very good smuggling operation. If you go in and you do it stealthy, then sure, you wouldn't have completed a successful smash and grab operation, but you could potentially avoid going to war. Now, you young men have probably never been in war before, but let me tell you, <laughs> it's not all fun and games. Let's go to war. What if we what if we try and 
do it as more like a sabotage. Obviously, Gecko Senior has some sort of larger goal, and if we remove the pieces from the board, we can sabotage his larger goals. I'm something of a pie show player, so pardon the metaphor. I've dabbled in pie show as well. What a fun game, is it not? I would love to play you sometime. Excellent! <laughs> we're we're an ambitious crew. That I've noticed. A crew higher tier than us has kidnapped our allies. So I think it feels ambitious to go punch him in the face and say, don't lay a finger on anyone we call a friend. I also think it feels ambitious to even just try to get them out. <laughs> feels like maybe something beyond ambitious to try punching them in the face. Well, Seaway's just used to spraying animals with the water bottle when they're being bad. <laughs> Let's just give them a little spritz. How about this? Bad kitty. Bad gecko. <laughs> Are you willing to make a compromise, Seaway? If it involves getting rid of the sheer shoes, no. <laughs> it does not involve getting rid of the sheer shoes. What if we have Eelhound and the boys up top with the sheer shoe? We all go down. If things turn south, you know, if, if they see things going crazy or we're not back within an hour, they just release the sheer shoes and go crazy. I just, I don't want to, I don't want to leave you behind. You're such an integral part of our core team. But the point of the sheer shoes is to distract so we have an easier time infiltrating. You know what may be a good distraction is an earthquake. Can you just make an earthquake? <laughs> I can make a few people think there's an earthquake. Watch. Oh, I'm going no. to shake the ground beneath us, but specifically just beneath like the three of us. Here, maybe let's figure out what type of job you want this to be. Assault, deception, stealth, occult, social, or transport. Assault. Assault. Stealth. Assault. Stealth. We're not a stealth crew. We're bravos. We had a long discussion when we started this campaign whether we wanted to be shadows or bravos. If I may make a suggestion, young men, it seems that we're trying to avoid all-out war, but we also need to get our men back. I propose we negotiate with Gecko. What? <laughs> a social, if you will. An ice cream social. The most peaceful tradition in bossing say history. Okay, how's this for a compromise, Seaway? We go social. You don't come with us. You're behind us, okay? Day and I go in. We attempt the social interaction. If things go south, you come in with your sheer shoe and we just take them out because ah, this is such a bad idea. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say, yes, let's do social and let's bring the sheer shoe. So an intimidation tactic, maybe? Yeah, because you you have those sheer shoe wrapped around your finger, don't you, Seaway? Yeah. So what if we just rock up to the outside and say, we're here for our allies, we would like them back. You know, we're not here to start a war, but if we do, we'll finish it. Perhaps we could extort the people out of them. I'm gonna put on the face of Lao Kai, just my regular alias face. Let's go, boys. I, I guess that's how we're doing it. Uh, we're gonna go. Up, we're gonna rock right up to the front gate and say, "Give him back, or else." All right. I'm going to need a mask. That's <gasps> true. Need a mask. What is Day's mask going to be? Can I just have a Zorro mask? <laughs> like a little over the eyes mask. Yeah, it's a little black 
like ribbon over my eyes. Actually, it could just be a black ribbon, no eye holes, because I got the Tremor Sense deal. Oh, that's actually really cool. Kind of actually, have you guys seen the first season of Daredevil when he just wears like a sweater tied around his head? <laughs> I kind of want to do that. Just like some cloth? Yeah, just I'll, I'll rip some black cloth off the table. I'm going to pull the tablecloth off, get everything, not spill a drop. Um, that was so cool. And then I'm going to just tie it over my head. All right. So, are we all in agreement that we should uh, figure out the engagement role? Yes, I will say I would like to approach at night when it's, you know, getting a little misty and foggy and creepy. So, we're going to start with one die for sheer luck. Evan looks pretty unhappy about this situation. <laughs> we got the sheer shoe with us. The sheer shoe are coming with us, Evan. I'm thinking. <laughs> all right. First, is this operation particularly bold or daring? Yes. Yes. Incredibly so. Okay. <laughs> Is this operation overly complex or contingent on many factors? Nope. nope. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> yep. Okay, we're at two dice. Does the plans detail? Okay, yes. So it's a social job. We need to figure the social connection. They hate us. They know who we are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. The social connection is just like, hey, we want to talk to Gecko himself. Mm -hmm. So does the plan's detail, i.e. the social connection, expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? No. I mean, the vulnerability, quote unquote, is the fact that we know that they're already angry at us and anger can be a vulnerability if we use it right. But I might be too much of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> is the target strongest against this approach or do they have particular defenses or special preparations? I mean, they're not expecting you guys to just waltz up to their front door and say, hey, let's talk. <laughs> so we're currently still at two dice. Next, can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? I think we do already have like your friends at BSSU helped you to get your hands on the sheer shoes and also to get the uh, sort of blueprints of the mining operation. So that's plus one. Are any enemies or rivals interfering in the operation? Can they be interfering if they're the target of the operation? <laughs> I think by definition, yes. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so we're once again at two. Next, are there any other elements you want to consider? Tier, location, etc.? I think since you're going to be on their turf, that's going to be minus one die. But since you have the sheer shoes with you for intimidation, hmm, I feel like I want a fortune roll for how much intimidation the sheer shoes are going to bring with them. Evan's got to do that. Yeah, he's got the sheer shoe. Yeah. So I'll say roll with your tier one die. Six. <gasps> Dang. He says so calmly. That's going to be plus three dice. <laughs> That brings you in total to four dice for your engagement roll. Holy cow. So who wants to roll this one? I mean, there are four of us here. We could all roll one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That sounds fun. I like that. Okay, give the power back to the people. <laughs> Evan? Five. Thomas? Four. Christian? Four. And I got a six. <gasps> oh, yeah! He is benevolent. <laughs> he is kind. <laughs> You're in a controlled position when the action starts. Wow. So... We're going to put you guys in Gecko's office. Oh my gosh. Like we just went in. Yeah, they saw the sheer shoes and they were like, holy cow, last thing we knew, the sheer shoes were on our side and now they're not on our side anymore. This is bad. And so Gecko is pretty cowed by that. And he's like, yeah, let's just talk with these guys calmly and logically face to face. So what I will say is as part of the deal, like if you want to speak with Gecko himself, they're only going to allow Tonin and Day to go actually in and speak with Gecko. Seaway, if you want to have those sheer shoes with you, you got to stay outside. Okay. Um, I would like to go ahead. I'm like I said, I'm wearing just the face of Lao Kai, right? 
So I would like to just uh, go ahead and take a deep breath and begin speaking and pacing in front of the desk. Uh, are, we, are we standing or sitting? So when you arrive in the office, you can see Gecko has his desk. It's very nice. And a chair has been prepared for each of you if you would like it. Gecko himself is maybe a lot shorter than you were expecting him to be. He's like four foot ten. Oh, that's a lot shorter than I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, and he's fairly stockily built, and he doesn't have the air about him of what you would expect from a gang leader, per se. Uh, as you enter, he's kind of rubbing his hands, and he goes, Well, how's it going? Well, welcome to my hideout. Um, what would you like to talk about? Hey, Ned. Yes? Before we jump into all this, all whatever that is, um, can I make a, a little bit of a strange request? Like what? Can we start a four clock for Seaway? Oh, no. Because he's unstable? For how long this is taking, and if he assumes something has gone wrong, if it takes too long? Yeah, I like that. Oh, I hate it, but I love it. <laughs> we're going to start a four clock, and we're just going to call it unstable. If you guys take too long, I mean, what else is he supposed to think? You guys just walked into the belly of the beast, and you're in there too long? Now I got four people to rescue. It'll be fine, young man. Just hold your horses. <laughs> Um, I'm going to, I would not take a seat. Um, I don't know if Day will. No, I will not be taking a seat. Wonderful. I must always be ready to aid as needed. Then I will go ahead and pace. Oh, power play. Okay, okay. I see what you're doing here. Um, I'm walking back and forth uh, on to either side of the room. Sort of not a full circle around Day, but kind of like an oblong path around Day. So I walk behind him every now and then. And I'll just begin... It has come to our attention that you have in your possession two allies of ours. We would ask that you remediate them to us. I heard where you say, here's the problem. My daughter's on time out right now. She's been very naughty. When he says that, I walk behind Day and I switch my face to Nellyow's. Oh, while he's dude. While he can't see my face, so I come out looking like Nellyow. It was less of a request. We are the masked spirits. You know what we have done. Would you like the same to happen to you? He jumps in his seat when he sees that, and he says, So, so the papers, were they were true. Most people just thought it was some kind of ploy to get more people to buy the papers, but it was actually true. You really can do the, the face thing. Our powers are not so limited. And I will again circle behind Day and come out looking as the face of the painted zealot's head with the false nose and the paint on the face. I could take over your operation right now, and no one would be the wiser. Consider this a courtesy. We don't want to cause more trouble, but it would be very little trouble for us. All right, what do you want to roll? Hmm, I would like to roll a sway. All right. I'm mad about how cool this power is because I'm having ideas of what I would do with it, but I'm not toning. He knows the guy you can make a deal with. Just throwing that out there. Currently, I'm only rolling the two dice and I will go ahead and see what I get. Could I assist? How would you like to do that? So I would like to use one of my load to have an unusual weapon. 
So in the Avatar show, you know how the Dai Li have like the stone hands on top of their hands that they use as handcuffs, they can just shoot at people? Mm -hmm. That's my unusual weapon, is stone hands so that I can manipulate, control, etc, etc. This is interesting. So Kiyoshi hasn't actually started the Dai Li yet at this point. So if we establish this, like you're the one who invented that weapon. Oh. How generous are you feeling? I mean, works for me. It could be a precursor to it. It's just like yeah. pieces of stone. It's but... a it's a mispronunciation. It's actually the daily. <laughs> ah, yeah, that works for me. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have those. Um, and I'm going to while Tonin is talking, I'm going to float them forward onto Gecko's desk and start tapping the finger to like show we're kind of impatient with the stone <laughs> hands. All right, yeah. That's a bit of an intimidating move there. Go ahead and mark the stress. Camera cut. Seaway outside tapping his finger on the sheer shoe. <laughs> <laughs> we have the animal whisperer who can tame the sheer shoe in a single moment, the earth bender and the face changer. Okay, go ahead and make that roll. Let's roll these three. Oh, a one, a one, and a six. Ooh, oh boy. Nice. <laughs> All right. Oh, dang it. I should have given that a position and effect. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you're in a controlled position when you start, and you made a good argument, so I don't think it would be desperate. I think it would just be risky. Hmm. The effect is where things are going to be interesting, because... Uh, oh man, we really should have done this before to up the tension. I'm willing but to. I'm to, willing to re-roll the roll. Okay. I, well, I want to get your input on this. What we, as a group, logically feel like the effect would have been, and I guess it partially depends on what the goal is for what you're trying to accomplish. My big ask, I guess, since I'm at the negotiation table, the big thing I want, I want my two allies released to us. And I want Gecko Senior to not immediately start a war with us. Mm. I want him to be like, look, yeah, we don't like you guys, but we also don't want to mess with you after the way you came in so hot. Okay. So yeah, I think since you're not asking for anything like super crazy, you're basically asking for, let's put everything back to the way it was before you sent the sheer shoes out. I think that's standard probably. Uh, I'll take it. I won't fight that. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Reroll, since now we've established what it is. If I will say, if you want me to reroll, I'm pushing it to desperate. For great effect? For an increase in effect. All right, that works for me. Good heavens. So I, does that mean I, I also mark a tick and resolve? Yes, you do. Okay, so desperate, great effect. Mental note to Ned, remember position and effect. <laughs> I will show you. All right, the camera's moving down. I don't know if you can see, it's a three, a four, and a six. Oh boy. Very nice. Full success on a desperate roll. You do it. <laughs> Gecko is a bit flustered at this point. He does have like a couple of his other crewmates here who he's like sharing glances with. And you notice they start like signing back and forth to each other. Like they have their own internal sign language that they're using to communicate. Ooh. He's getting input from both of his advisors here and eventually says... Those are some uh, cool sheer shoes you got out there. They're uh, very effective. Very effective, it turns out. Um, yeah, I, that, that's a good. That's a good deal. I like that deal. That's a cool deal. <laughs> Maybe let's go with that. I will make one more pass and turn back into Lao Kai. I think you've made a very wise decision. I'd hate to see what my friend here had up his sleeve had you chosen another path. And I'll place my hand on Day's shoulder. I'll make the floating hand just do like an okay symbol and come back to my hands. <laughs> <laughs> if that's all, we'll be on our way. And I'll, as I go to step out the door, I turn and I say, and I think we can all agree 
there need not be any unwise repercussions for tonight. Certainly, certainly. I'll go tell my daughter that her friends are here to talk to her. And, uh, yeah, have a fun old time. I'm going to step out of the room and then kind of take a deep breath and dab off some of the sweat from my my neck. And then I'll pull my handkerchief out and start dabbing you as well. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that worked. <laughs> Day, that hand thing was amazing. It's a technique I've been oh working gosh, on Day. for quite some time now. <laughs> I learned it when I was fighting in the jungles. It's so loud. So how long did that all take? Yeah. Uh, that took a surprisingly short amount of time. Yeah, you kind of get to the front entrance, and at about the same time, you see two figures with hoods drawn down over their heads, like these sacks that are kind of tied off at the neck, and uh, they kind of shove them forward towards you as you reach the entrance. All right, then we'll be on our way. Um, I'm going to grab them by the shoulders and start leading them out towards the little... How many sheer shoes are there? Uh, I'll, I'll make a roll real quick to see how many there would have been total... Ooh, there were only actually two sheer shoes. I, I was picturing one for each bonus we got to our <laughs> roll. <laughs> um, then I will just, once we get out there, I'll make sure to say loudly, Wolf, take care of these for us. Meet us back at the hideout. And I'll toss the two prisoners, quote unquote, to you. I will uh, escort them away. All right. Did that work? The other two, what are you going to do? I don't want to be followed, so I'm going to grab Tonin, pull him close, and say, hold on tight, young man, and then sink us into the ground, and we're just going to tuddle our way back. Ooh. Uh, flashback. Yes? 16 years ago. Whoa. Wow, that's a flashback. <laughs> Do you just mean an actual story flashback? This isn't even going to help the job? This yeah, is this just... is a story flashback. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, in this moment, Tonin remembers when he was very young, his uncle, who never went through the trials and kept his earthbending, used to, you know, every now and then be like, all right, hold on. And then he'd do the same kind of a thing and just show off his earthbending to show him how cool earthbending could be. And in that moment, he looks at Day and he's like, oh no, daddy issues. <laughs> More like daddy issues, am I right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, you guys are eventually going to meet back at Lang's Discount Pets. I think since we've got a little bit of extra time at the end of the episode here, uh, you know, like Christian said, oh, that just worked. Well, here's where we're going to get into heat and entanglements and whatnot. We're just going to take care of payoff, heat, entanglements, and then pick up with downtime next time. Oh, no. First off, payoff. The crew earns two rep per score by default. If the target of the score is higher tier, take plus one rep per tier higher. Gecko Seniors is two higher than you, so that brings us to four rep that you guys earn. So three more to go until we have uh, filled up our rep. Yeah, you're doing not too bad. Next, since this was an internal job, you're not going to get any coin from that. Next comes heat. Oh no. So word is going to spread. <laughs> Even though the spiritualists went to the news people and were like, hey, can you put out this news story for us? A lot of people were like, yeah, but you know, this, they're trying to get people to just buy their newspapers so they could be lying just to sensationalize things. But the voice of Gecko Jr. bears some weight within the underground of Bossing Say. Word is going to spread. And I think that's probably going to be six heat. Oh Whoa. my gosh. Wild, devastating exposure. Oh my gosh. Is that it? Just six? Well, we add one heat for a high profile or well-connected target. We add one heat if the situation happened on hostile turf. Oh no. We add one if you're at war. You're not at war. You avoided going to war with Gecko Senior. And add two if any killing was involved. No killing was involved. So that is eight heat. 
that puts us almost the same heat we had before, but now we're at wanted two. Uh-oh. Wanted two, four heat, and I'm going to make just a quick fortune roll to see if we mark a tick on Yong's suspicion. There's no such thing as actually winning in this game. There's <laughs> just <laughs> losing with different consequences. Here's, here's the thing. Like, Christian, I gave you a very, very powerful ability to be able to change your face at will. That's true. We need to balance that out a little bit. <laughs> with the wanted level going up, we are not going to mark a tick quite yet in Yong's suspicion but you are more wanted than you were before. Now, entanglements. <laughs> After the payoff, roll dice equal to your wanted level and read the result according to your heat. So we're gonna roll two dice for that wanted level. And you take the higher number? Take the higher number. Who's doing it? I'll do it. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Great. <laughs> He's too excited. That is only a three. So you guys are at heat four, looking on the heat four to five chart. Gang trouble or questioning? Uh, Man, we gotta stop uh, doing this, guys. <laughs> Can we roll it again just to get something new? The other options, the other options in the Heat Four to Five table are reprisals or Unquiet Dead or Show of Force. I don't like Unquiet Dead. Oh, fine. Oh, fine. I'll live with it. Okay. So, did Eelhound do something crazy, or did Jenna get taken for questioning again? again? <laughs> do they just have a special cell marked for her? <laughs> She's going to be able to sue for harassment eventually. <laughs> the Jenna suite? Or maybe maybe this time it's one of the orphans. Who knows? <laughs> the dice say orphans. I said if it was a three or a four, it would be the orphans. All right. Do you want to pay off the BSS guard so that the orphans don't talk, or do you see how much the orphans talked? I mean, what can an orphan possibly know? Just let him talk. Oh, guys, you are so bold. I love it. You all, you both threw such a fit about paying them off last time, and now we're <laughs> one coin down from there, so... Okay, the orphans rolled a four. That means you gain one additional heat. Right back where we started at. Plus a, plus a wanted level. Just with a bonus wanted level. Ooh, man. What a nightmare. Yep, a lot of moving pieces here in the Bossing Say underground, but... You have in your possession Gecko Jr. and Gami the Kite. What's going to happen as you bring them back to your lair? I think we're going to find out next time. Oh, boy. I mean, you guys didn't go to war with Gecko Jr. That was a definite possibility. Upside, yeah. I mean, Gecko Sr. Gosh, I, I brought this on myself. <laughs> I made two NPCs named Gecko. <laughs> Part of me was hoping that things would go horribly wrong and Evan would just, like, tear through the complex like a madman. <laughs> you think you were wishing for that? Next time. We'll go break some buildings next time. Why do you think I started that clock that didn't get anything ticked in it? I mean, I have to honor good roles, but I also have to honor the verisimilitude of the city. So that's what we got. Oh, boy. Man, this is... We're at this interesting place in the campaign where, like, I still have a couple quest hooks left, but there's just so much... Your your crew and your ambitions are, at this point, so ingrained into bossing say that I don't need to give you guys hooks anymore. You can just kind of do your own thing. <laughs> I have so many ideas for jobs I want to do. I'm like, I know Ned has his, like, plans, but... I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to rob these guys. I want to end these guys. Maybe next free play we'll have a quote unquote war council or something where we can see what our adjusted goals are. So yeah, we're going to start off next session with downtime and then we're going to mark XP and then war council apparently. <laughs> but for now, who boy, thanks everybody for joining us here in the world of Blades in the Dao Fei. We'll be back next time with even more crazy shenanigans. And if you want to hear more of those crazy shenanigans, go ahead and subscribe. 
maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as two gang leaders who are no longer on timeout if you would go <laughs> ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop, so if you'd like to connect with us there, you know, maybe you want to talk with Evan about just what he wants to do with these sheer shoes if he gets the opportunity, then don't be afraid to reach out to us. Now it's time to shout out our next batch of Sticker Club patrons. We're back around to the top of the list, starting with Michael Sear, the founding patron. King patron. Number one, because he was the first. Yes, Michael Sear is Gecko's advisor who is like, man, just take the deal. We, we don't want to be at war right now. Just go for it. And so you have Michael Sear to thank for uh, convincing Gecko Sr. to let things go back to, quote unquote, the way they were. Very nice. Next person we're shouting out is Elina Georgieva. And as we've already established, Ellie is part of Jenna's informant ring. Ellie is the person who is deflecting attention away from Jenna so that she doesn't keep getting arrested by the (laughs) anti-corruption task force for questioning. From Jenna to the orphans. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And then the final person we're shouting out is Thomas Ryan. Oh, man. That guy's got multiple personality disorder. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I will praise Thomas Ryan for playing a character now that is better than the character he started with. Do you think he's better already? I love Day. Day's great. I love that Day shouts everything. (laughs) Oh, man. But we need to give you... you, We already have canonically established you are the literal devil of the Avatarverse. Yeah. So you ever heard from... From Wei Young in a while, and you're feeling a little concerned about him. How's Wei Young doing? That's because he's being a big boy right now. <laughs> yeah, being a very strong, very big boy. That wasn't even Day's voice. I don't know what happened there. We'll have more Sticker Club patrons to shout out next week, and if you, our listener, want to join their ranks, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash improvtabletop, where you can also get bonus episodes, Discord access, biannual sticker packs, and more. Now, let's do a round of plugs. Edwin, would you like to take that this time around? Absolutely. We've got I Cast Fireball, our sister podcast, where we play through the D&D campaign Tyranny of Dragons, co-starring Ned. Uh, We've got 10,000 Things, our first Avatar actual play and our fate campaigns. We've got a partnership with Fanroll Dice, where you can get 10% off your order using coupon code VroomVroomFeeFee. And that's it. (laughs) What am I forgetting? If you've got your own personal thing that you want to shout out, you may. No, I'm good. (laughs) All right. Nice and brief, short and sweet. Become a patron. Become a patron. Patreon.com. Become a patron and you yourself can get involved in the obligatory talkback where we're definitely going to be talking about how this all shook out. Oh, my word. You can maybe get into our Discord where people are straight up offering, hey, if you've got some free time today, I will run an Avatar Legends one-shot for you and uh, potentially even become part of this ever-increasingly tangled spiderweb of what's happening here in Kyoshi Era Bossing Say. But for now, thanks everybody for joining us in the world of ImpTab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Thomas Ryan as Day Coinworth, Ex Machina, the first. <laughs> the first? He's the first. There's not another one. He has ambitions. <laughs> Actually, I've already built a tragic backstory for him, so get ready for the pathos. Oh gosh. I'm ready. Like, as we were playing today, I built it. <laughs> I'm very excited. Perfect. Christian Randall as Tonin Yoru. And Evan Peterson as Siwei Lang. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar.
I've noticed that Day has had like three or four accents already. <laughs> <laughs> but the the consistent thing is they're all loud. Yeah. And that's what's important. I'm naturally very loud, so it's really easy for me to do that. Mm-hmm.